1: Welcome back to your favorite podcast, it's called The Five Spot. We're here joined with Armando Segar. I'm your host, Donovan McNabb. We are going to dive into it. We had something exciting that happened through, through the NFL with the NFL honors. There were a lot of celebrities in the house. I uh, had one of my, my son's high school teammates and came in freshman who was who won the uh, the flag football player of the year, so he was able to go through the red carpet with his mom uh, and family but let's dive into the awards, because it was exciting and kind of expected in, in a certain way. Uh, for the MVP voting, uh, Lamar Jackson runs away with that, and one that I think is well-deserved. Uh, you had a, a lot of great candidates who was in there, Brock Purdy, CMC, uh, there are a lot of other guys that, that was well-deserving. C.J. Stroud uh, deserved a little bit more credit than he got, but... Let's dive into the Lamar Jackson, and please don't talk about him being like living around the block from you, Armando, when you get into <laughs> this. But Armando, I just had to say it before Armando does. Dang! <laughs> just give me your thoughts on Lamar winning that award and what that can do for him possibly going into next year.
0: So, did I tell you that Lamar used to live?
1: Oh, like, here we not, go. No, 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 no. I'm kidding.
0: I'm kidding. <laughs> The, the most shocking thing about Lamar Jackson winning the MVP award is that he got forty nine out of fifty votes, and um, I voted for him. Yeah, I'm one of the fifty voters. What was number fifty thinking? It, isn't that just like when King Griffey, I think, got
1: what one vote? Like who is that guy? He voted for Josh Allen.
0: What, what was ah, what was he watching? Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> I mean, uh, so my understanding is that it is a Buffalo area oh, okay. voter. Oh, okay.
1: Okay. Um,
0: and so hmm, uh, still not comfortable. I was with about it. to
1: say, hey, hey. yeah, okay, Homer. Not, yeah. Homer.
0: Yeah, and look, I get it. He probably saw Josh Allen more than anyone else because obviously the Buffalo Bills aren't on television very often right and, and
1: then they went they went on the, the, that win streak and he accounted Josh Allen as part of the reason instead of Joe Brady in the run game
0: exactly uh, so remember that game against Dallas where Josh Allen says I feel like a kid who uh, you know participated in the class project didn't do anything didn't, didn't do anything and still got an a <laughs> Um and meanwhile, Lamar Jackson. And understand, the voting is not uh, encompassing the playoffs. So what happened in the playoffs doesn't matter. Right. But you've got a guy that basically had forty six, forty seven touchdowns. I get it. Josh Allen had forty three or yeah. forty two, something like that. But
1: he, he was, had the best team. He was the best, the quarterback of the best team in the NFL.
0: The yeah, he was the most valuable player on the best team. Yeah. Josh Allen obviously the most valuable player on his team but what happened those first you know 12 games of the season when they lost 6 times mm-hmm. So I have a small problem with that one congratulations to Josh Allen for you know getting that one vote Right big ups to uh, Lamar for getting the other forty-nine votes, <laughs> um, and and by the way, that was not the only weird voting glitch that I saw. Let's talk about it. Assistant coach of the year, assistant coach Let's of the year it. went to Jim Schwartz. May the Schwartz be, be with, with you. <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, so. so <laughs> Ah! Spaceballs, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, Spaceballs. Yes. Go and br- Google it
1: and watch th- the space. The movie kids Spaceballs. don't
0: know what no. the heck. I'm They're doing. like,
1: the watch Schwartz- <laughs> I'm gonna start saying that. <laughs> what does it mean? Like, go watch the movie. It's called Spaceballs.
0: So I'm, I thought you know that Spagnuolo. Who, Spagnolia. Sorry, mm-hmm. Spagnolia. Yeah. <laughs> well, you <laughs> I'm can't say
1: no it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh.
0: Okay, I'll have. Gnocchi, gnocchi with my spagnolia. Um, So I thought that he should have won it. You know, the Kansas City Chiefs defense is the reason. A lot of people say it's Patrick Mahomes. No, it's the defense is the reason that they are here. Mm -hmm. That's the reason that they are here. Yes, Patrick Mahomes too, I get you. But the defense, and he is the architect of that defense.
1: Now, okay, since you talk defense, people may argue that the Baltimore defensive coordinator who now is, now is the Seattle Seahawks yes. head coach, yes. they would argue and say, well, you want to talk defense. They had the best defense in the NFL. Am I yes. correct? Um, there are other candidates that I think were worthy of it. Uh, Jim Schwartz winning that award. And then the thing that kind of threw it off for me with that, so if you give Jim Schwartz the assistant coach award and then you get the coach of the year award to Stefanski, mm mm-hmm. And Weird. they weren't the number one seed. No. It, or don't. number two. Yeah. Like, that just doesn't match up. And a lot of these awards, I want people to understand, a lot of these awards um, kind of come out of left field of, of people who, who definitely win those awards. Yep. Because there's a lot of arguments of who deserves the awards. Uh, one, one, for instance, the Offensive Player of the Year. Christian McCaffrey definitely deserved that award. Yep. Um, you know, as far as defensive player of the year, some may argue that T.J. Watt. Some may argue uh, a few others, but for Miles Garrett to win that award, yep. Um, you know, I mean he he was he was outstanding. Don't get me wrong, he was outstanding this year. Amazing. Um, and then the comeback player of the year award.
0: It's like the Cleveland Browns swept I, I, the award. You would
1: have thought that they were the number one seed and they went to the AFC title. Yeah. And, you know, just barely lost.
0: Coach of the year, assistant coach of the year, defensive, uh, player, defensive of the year. player of the year, comeback player and of comeback of the year. player of the year. No, 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 no. Uh, you can't. I voted for D'Amico Ryans for coach of the year.
1: Second, although I don't have a vote but I thought he was well-deserving, especially when you have a rookie right. who wins Rookie of the Year. Right. Um, and a rookie defensive end to one defense rookie defensive player of the year.
0: Yes. But your head coach? Uh, I would say that it's a lot harder to be a rookie head coach who brings in uh, a quarterback who's a rookie and a same def- draft. And defensive end who's in a rookie. the same draft. And they win and you don't because and, yeah, what were you doing and that who did they, they beat all a- in the playoffs? And by the way, <laughs>
1: who they beat in the playoffs?
0: 45 to 14, the <laughs> Texans eliminated the number five seed. By the way, the Texans were a higher seed, higher seed, so they had a you know, they had a higher seed than yeah. the Cleveland Browns, and yet it was the Cleveland Browns who swept those awards. Mm-hmm. Um, you like Joe Flacco as comeback player of the I,
1: year? I like Joe Flacco as player of the year, uh, Comeback Player of the Year, and the reason for that is Joe Flacco was almost on the verge of doing what we're doing. He's following his kids, he's <laughs> sitting on the couch, he's going to the gym and working out. I guess <laughs> I, I guarantee Joe Flacco's probably not walking into a Pilates class and the instructor goes, Good morning, Joe. Uh, <laughs> Joe Joe went to work out. Joe probably was on the Stairmaster, hating life, uh, decided probably I was going to wait another couple weeks and then I'm going to shut it down. He gets a call. Uh, I remember vividly people talking about he was at the airport. I, I don't know if it was in Philly or where he was in the airport flying to Cleveland. Just I don't even know if he was in first class. He probably was, but wow. a 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six quarterback sitting in first class, just sitting there and people like, it looks like Joe Flacco. Yep. When he just played for the Jets. Yes. And the Jets quarterback situation was in turmoil, and yes. they didn't bring him in. Yes. And so to go to Cleveland mm-hmm. and play the way he did, his first five games was unbelievable for a guy that hasn't played consistently in a, in a while. So he was well-deserving. Go ahead.
0: No. 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 And what did he okay. come back from? He came back from what? What he came back he was from was not good
1: last year. Being not even thought of of being in the NFL to mm-hmm. come in the NFL, in the he was the reason that Cleveland got to the playoffs.
0: He it, was. It wasn't the a defensive player of the year, the coach of the year, and the assistant coach of the year. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, he uh, was the reason throwing for three fifty, <laughs>
1: throwing for almost four hundred yep. yards. Uh, Amari Cooper looked like the Amari Cooper of Dallas before he took himself out. Another reason it wasn't Joe Flacco. Go ahead. For Amari Cooper? Come on. Bradley Chubb is out. No, no. Yes. Bradley Chubb's out. No, no, no. Nick Nick, Chubb. Nick Chubb. Excuse me. Nick Chubb's out. The Chubb brothers. The Chubb brothers. The the Chubbsters. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Chubb's out. Deshaun Watson's out. Uh, They've lost a few offensive linemen. And so for him to come in and, and really to... Resurge this offense because at one point this offense just looked non-existent.
0: That's fair. Now let me offer you an alternate okay. vote, which is the one I took, which doesn't mean that it's right because I took it. So therefore, it was no, 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 <laughs> it was wrong. <laughs> like like no, 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 no. Ah, no. 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 uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I voted for Brock Purdy, comeback player of the year. Why did I do that? Because a year ago, Brock Purdy blew out his elbow. On his throwing uh you know, on his throwing arm, we had Dr. Chow. Yes. Uh, who was here yesterday, talked about how difficult that is. Mm-hmm. He had Tommy John procedure. They don't call it a surgery Yeah, anymore. Tommy John S. In the offseason, the 49ers are talking about, hey, let's bring in Tom Brady, maybe, if he'll come. And, Brock, you'll be fine. We're not sure about you. You're, you may not be around. He starts training camp. He is not ready to go for training camp. No. Because, you know, that. that. And yet, when the season starts, he throws 31 touchdown passes and, uh, and 11 interceptions, which was better than Joe Flacco. And how is he... He played longer than Joe Flacco. Okay, that's fair. Uh... Details. (laughs) (laughs) Details. <laughs> <laughs> you you come with a facts. Joe, Joe don't will throw, play like four weeks. He's don't like be throwing, we didn't throw 31 don't, touchdowns. Don't be throwing facts at me. Uh, <laughs> I, I hate that when that happens. I throw facts. You don't throw facts at me. I throw facts. Facts are to be thrown by me. It's in my contract. Um, no, but the the point is that guy really did come back from something, not from sitting on the. Couch. Right. I, I agree uh, with you. I, that's just, and and I wouldn't have voted for Joe Flacco number two, because I would have voted for the guy who had a heart attack as number two, uh, you know. And so uh, there's compelling reasons for comeback player of the year, and being on the couch, I don't think is high up there in my opinion. Have you
1: sat on a couch, Armando? Often. <laughs> Many times. Have you got off the couch and said... I'm going to a couch after the show.
0: (laughs) I'm going to couch myself. you said
1: to yourself, maybe I should go to the gym.
0: No, I haven't said that.
1: Well, there you go. (laughs) Joe Flacco said, I'm just going to go back and play in the NFL. And so it's hard to do. I'm with you on as far as the Brock Purdy situation. I think and that may have been overlooked a
0: little bit. I changed your mind? No, no. I'm still with Joe Flacco. But I
1: love that you brought it up because I think... That injury has been overlooked just because of what we've seen from Brock this year. And so nobody even remembers that he bout blew his elbow out. Uh, and it, it was on a hit. It wasn't like he was throwing the football. It was right. on a hit. Yeah. And so to be contorted in that particular way, and then he was back on a pitch count. Right. So it was like you're in training camp, and it's like we're only going to allow him to throw 65 passes. And that includes warm-ups. That includes individual drills and then some team drills, and they shut them down in practice. So gradually, they worked him back, and not a lot of people talked about that. I don't, I don't, I like that you brought that up, but I'm still going with Joe Flacco. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> great so, job, <laughs> but yeah, we're we're. But I'm here. ignoring you. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's not really paying attention to great, the rest of the stuff. you great said. Great job. Everything but you, was wonk 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 yeah. wonk.
0: <laughs> I was on <a> McDonald's drive-through. <laughs> speaker phone and you're trying to order something what would you like <laughs> 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 what would you like cheese <laughs> very nice thank you it, i appreciate it thank you very much you made great sense but put get out of here <laughs> <laughs> so so let's
1: go deeper into into the award ceremony yep was there anything particular besides some of the decisions that you still kind of Pause for so pause. Like it was like, mm, let me think about that.
0: Yeah, no. Um so in the uh, if you look at the Hall of Fame voting, uh, how do you feel about Antonio Gates? He didn't make it. How do you feel about Tory Holt? Didn't make it again. Reggie Wayne didn't make it again. The thing
1: that I look at in that regard, and it's tough because I'm good friends with, with Tory. Uh Antonio Gates, we we did Pros versus Joes together, and watching oh, wow. his career was unbelievable in San Diego. He and Philip had a great rapport with each other. The numbers speak for themselves. One, it's tough for tight end at that time going in. I think he will go. He'll go in next year. But then there's probably a lot to be said of Jared Allen. Yeah. Um. Me, but um. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, uh,
1: yeah.
2: uh yeah. Yeah.
1: But as far as and I had this I had this conversation with um I have this conversation with a with a couple guys last night. Um Reggie Wayne came in, he wasn't the number one guy. No with Marvin there. And so then his numbers were what they were, and then he became the number one guy. Correct. Andre Johnson stepped into the Houston Texans organization and he was the number one guy with no quarterback through his career. Exactly. Well, yes, and Kyle Shanahan.
0: Okay. And Kubiak. Yeah. What else we got on this show?
1: Well, we have a few other guests that are joining us. We got Flavor Flav. Yeah, boy. He'll be joining us with the big clock. I'm sure Flavor Flav is a friend of mine. He's probably about 80 but still wearing the clock that doesn't have a battery in it. I'm going to get on him when he joins us on the show. Uh, We have a lot more guests. Marshall Falk was on the show he's going to tell you a little bit about the dynamic of where the running backs are at this particular point and why they're not getting the bag. Uh, Armando has some emotional ties with that uh, and much more. So join us here at the Five Spot as we give you more information about the game this weekend and you'll get a chance to hear from a lot of our celebrity guests. Welcome back to the Five Spot. I'm your host, Donovan McNabb, joined with Armando Cigar. We have a special guest. I'm still a little scarred. Uh, Every time that I see this guy, and he never kind of gives me any positivity. uh, The best, one of the best running backs to ever play the game, I believe he opened the door for running backs to be able to be multi-purpose, can block from the backfield, can catch the ball out of the backfield, downhill runner, not this jet sweep type of stuff where they utilize a lot of the speed. But I really remember, Marshall, back when you were in San Diego State. Oh,
3: man. Wow. The
1: highlights that I seen back nice. on ESPN <laughs> of splitting two to three defenders just with your speed alone. just, just tell me when you watch the running backs today compared to back when you were coming out. Do you see that you passed the torch to these guys? Or do they I, show something different?
3: I, I see the evolution of the position okay. and kind of where everybody went. Okay. Um, there's just there's just the ability and, and, and you had this with with, with, uh, with Westbrook. Westbrook. Yeah. The ability to dictate coverage and create mismatches. Um, if you if you come out you you, you come out with, with, with 21 personnel. Yes. And uh, and they and they and they they play regular defense, and you flex us out. That's a linebacker on me one on one. Right. You, <laughs> like. You, you you put the back outside the receiver. If the linebacker go outside, it's man. Right. If he stay inside, it's zone. You get to dictate coverage and do what you want to. Correct. And anytime they put a they then put a DB in there, now you line up and you run the fullback. You run the lead at him. So you, you get to dictate coverage now. And a lot of teams see the mismatch in that and making teams play with smaller defenses because they can't they they can't stop it or they can't they can't, they want to try to avoid the big plays.
1: You know, it's funny you brought up 21 personnel. You know, that's almost like a, uh, a rarity in the game. I now. know. Uh, I know. San Francisco, uh, Kansas City at times may use the fullback. Nobody really uses the fullback anymore. So, with that said, when you look at CMC and what he brings to the table for San Francisco, when you add the fullback into it, where he becomes also a pass catcher, not just a downhill blocker, how much does that? Put pressure on defensive coordinators of trying to figure out what they're going to do with him.
3: Yeah, and and, and here's here's because because Juszczyk is so good in the passing game. Right, he, he's really good in the passing game, and he's a dynamic blocker. What they do is when they get into that, they literally they they know that you're not thinking that they're going to run. Right, and they run. Yes, like they they power run you to death. Mm-hmm. And, and and McCaffrey just takes advantage of it because all the double team blocks. They still they're still playing. A lot of a lot of times I, I I caught I saw Detroit, you know, they were in nickel personnel against against twenty one. Against twenty one. And and, and and there's the mismatch. Yeah. You can't stop the run with seven men in the box and nickel personnel. That 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 that, that D B, he cannot hold down the backside or take it on on the front side good enough to help you. So they're just Kyle Shanahan and Andy Reid, they're great at creating those mismatches and dictating what you do because they know that you want to protect on the back end, not give up the big plays.
0: We're talking to Marshall Falk, a Pro Football Hall of Famer. By the way, I voted for you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I I just want to make that clear. Um, So we're talking about running backs. What are your thoughts on the diminishingness of running backs – in the nfl today and i'm not talking about usage i'm talking about money
3: yeah uh well first of all let's just let's just be clear this game is the only time we talk about running backs when we think about how do we help the quarterbacks other than that we're not talking about running backs you you haven't you haven't heard we're not not, seriously we we don't really get into it but
1: why do you throw the quarterbacks
3: i'm not i'm highlighting the position oh okay this is a highlight Okay. Yeah. So so when we start <laughs> to get into running backs, you know, it's like it's like man, like we're relevant and and in these games and in the playoffs, right. the teams who run the ball 100%. the best are the ones who end up winning. 100%. But but yet throughout the regular season, it's all about the quarterback, right? You know. So, in saying that, I like what I see on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um although we, you know, we revere and we talk about Christian McCaffrey and what he has done, how Isaiah Pacheco has stabilized the running game. Talk about it. And and even when they don't win the line of scrimmage, this joker can get you five yards. Talk about it. He can get you four yards. He runs angry. And pound for pound, pound for pound, he's the heaviest runner that's under 220 pounds that I've seen in a long time. And I love watching him play.
0: I'm from South Florida. I went to University of Miami. Unfortunately,
3: <laughs> here, here we go. Here we, here we go.
0: University here we go of with Miami, this, this Miami yeah. stuff. again. And one of the saddest days of my life was when I heard that you decided not to come to the University of Miami. Great decision,
3: if by my part. <laughs> yeah, that's not tell true.
0: Tell us, to, or tell me, please. Make me feel better. Yeah,
3: that's that's that true.
0: Uh, tell me why you ended up at San Diego State which was by the way not a bad decision no, by no, your that's, part. that's not true but nonetheless tell me
3: yeah coach Erickson actually San Diego State and Miami they ran the same offense I ran in high school so I was like one of those two schools was where I wanted to go Miami was my first choice coach Erickson sitting down I was sitting across from him he looked me in my face and said you can't play running back here now I'm Great gonna tell you why. Waiter. I'm gonna that, tell you that why. what happens
1: when you're in a Miami making bad decisions. They
3: they had just got the junior college player of the year in Donnell Bennett, yep. who committed to Miami, and and that was their running back. That was they they had young guys and they had got their guy. He was a junior that was going to be that was going to start for them, and he had committed. I'm, I'm gonna say maybe a week, maybe a week before I was on my trip. That's what happened, literally.
0: And they wanted you to play yep. defensive. They back. they yeah
3: they they. They offered me a scholarship at corner. I didn't want to play corner. That was that. But um, but then Coach Erickson, um, he then got the job at the 49ers as the head coach. And I reminded him that I couldn't play running back because I scored eight touchdowns on him in two games.
0: I love that. I,
1: I love knew that. it's, it's un- unbelievable. I love let's that. let's Pay go back. Let's go back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Sarah, thanks, Coach. <laughs> dropped the ball on that one. Um, Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks for letting, letting him know that. But let's let's go back again to just these two di- different offenses, um, what do you expect to see from both sides, from Kansas City and then from San Francisco?
3: Um, Kansas City, literally, if they win the toss, I think they're going to do exactly what they did to Baltimore. They want to go down and, and, and they want to put the pressure on Brock Purdy and his offense to respond because Patrick Mahomes is playing like, near-perfect football, like near-perfect football. Yeah. And if they do that, the pressure then goes on the quarterback. Like They don't play against each other, Mm-mm. but – Patrick Mahomes make it. You're playing against me.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> and
3: and and as we saw, Baltimore went one two three out done one two three out done. That puts the pressure on you. Now, on the flip side, the 49ers, they want to eat up clock. They mm-hmm. want to make they want to they want to um, take. A lot of plays away from Andy Reid and, and not giving him the experiment of running a lot of plays, understanding what the defense is doing. Because if Andy Reid, if, if he get those first downs on you and he get a beat for what you're calling, you're, you're cooked. You are cooked. I mean, he's only one of the best coaches ever. Give him his props. I give him. Give do him, give, I, I, give him. I, I love the dude, man. And I, I love what he, what he does and how he continues to evolve. Nobody thought that they would win a Super Bowl without Tyreek. Nobody thought that they'd get back with the group of receivers that they have. And here he is. Mm-hmm. Here he is.
0: Tell us about Drug-Free World.
3: Uh, great program, man. Um, and and what, literally what we're doing is we're telling the truth about drugs by giving kids not just information but education on drugs. In today's world, guess what you can't tell your kid? Don't do this because that's like telling them exactly what to do. And yeah. if, they, if, if they're going to make decisions, and, and we're not telling people, what to do, we just want you to make sure you make an educated decision on whatever you do. So go to drugfreeworld.org, get the information, get the education, and if you're going to partake, make a smart decision because in today's world, that decision you make to experiment could be the last decision. It's fentanyl. It's, it's, it's wiping these kids out.
1: Yeah. Well, these kids are trying trying new things just because, like you said, it's basically you got to do reverse psychology. Or, yeah. you, you know, go ahead and do it, and they're like, "Nah, I'm not going to do it. But right. if you tell them not to do it, then they're going to try it. And so the information, obviously, you can you can find it at uh, drugfeedworld.org. So make sure you go out and, and get that information. I think it's vital for parents yep. to be able to express the realness of what the drugs are all about and how it affects your body, and be able to teach these kids instead of waiting for your kid to go learn himself, and then that's when tragedy hits. So I love what you're doing, brother.
3: All good. Good C- to see you. Keep Five. up the good work. You look right good, on, man. man. You look right great. On. Right on. I love you. Hey. I love Always you. got love for you. I love you. Always got love for you. Yeah, Pleasure. We want to thank Marshall
1: Falk for joining us. It's been an exciting time. We got one of the best linebackers to ever do it. He was a catalyst. I had a running back by the name of Brian Westbrook. who He modeled his game after Marshall. So to have Marshall come on the show is definitely an honor. Best of luck to you, Marshall. Thanks for joining All us. Good. And welcome back to the Livest Podcast that's out here. We are making noise over here at Radio Row. Making it happen. In the middle, joined here by Hall of Fame. Musician, entertainer, lover, not a fighter. Join here with my man Flavor. Flav
2: is dip, dip, in the dab, house. So social lab. I'm here with Amondo and Donovan McNabb. <laughs> yeah, boy. This is how we do it.
1: This is how we do it.
2: This how you is doing, how we do bro? It. You know what? I'm outstanding. How are you doing? Yo, I'm doing all right, man. First of all, I'm outstanding. Yo, shout out to Uncle Charlie. Outstanding. There you go. Hey, it makes me want to shout. Oh, Yo, Charlie man. Wilson. Charlie.
1: And if you Yo, take bro. a look to your left, it's all about the wardrobe. It's all Yo. about the look.
2: Wow. Armando had to the throw road. the glasses on. There you go.
1: You know, I'm sorry. I'm not that
2: cool. Yes, you was. You cooler than four blocks of ice cubes. Oh, that's freezing right there. That's oh, freezing. yeah, man. I'm doing all right, though, man. Okay. Slow motion Donovan, Donovan better than no motion. You know there what you I'm go. saying? Missing you. Missing you, bro, missing you.
1: There you go. So no. uh so let's let's break it down. Let's break it down, Flay. Let's let's go with it right now. So you got the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes. You got the San Francisco 49ers. Give right. me your thoughts. Let's go break it down. Alright,
2: check this out. Alright. Now I'm summing up just like this. You know what I'm saying? Um my two favorite quarterbacks in the NFL right now is Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Right. You feel me? Mm-hmm. The whole nine. When it comes down to the Bay Area, you know what I'm saying? E-40, my man. Too short, my man. I love performing at Yoshi's Bay Area. (laughs) Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So you got to keep your clientele together. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But being that Patrick Mahomes is my favorite quarterback, one of my favorite quarterbacks in the NFL, I want to see him get another ring again. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then do like he did last year, leave from the field and went straight to Disneyland with his family. So you want to see that happen again? Yeah, I want to see it happen again, man. I want to see it happen again. So you
1: just mentioned your two favorite quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick being in the Super Bowl. Lamar getting the award last night for MVP. Well-deserved? Well-deserved,
2: man. Come on, man. Well-deserved. That's (laughs) right. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Lamar Jackson is an MVP. I mean, he <laughs> from, is. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, 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 you know where they all get that style of running? That that come on, man, the style of that that had that fullback style of of a halfback. Come on, where they get it from? I only did what I did. My man, you hello, go. you and Michael Vick. There you go. You there and you Michael Vick brought that to the game, Donovan. Come uh-huh. on now. Hey, we you made it happen. Vic, you and Vick brought that style of running to the game. There you go. And that's the style now that all quarterbacks have today. So, yo, man, my hat Matt, 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 Matt goes off to you, man. I appreciate I'm it. Sitting here, I'm sitting here sitting with somebody that changed the course of the way you play football. That's crazy. You did that. You and Michael Vick did that.
1: Appreciate you, my brother.
2: You're welcome, bro. Word up, man. Just like I changed the course of reality TV, or just like I came in the game and I changed the course of music. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You did that with football, my guy. Yes. So, so, so yeah.
0: So, we're going to get about the music in a second, but you mentioned the reality TV. <laughs> brother, I would watch you on <laughs> Flavor of Love. Is that right? Flavor? There you go. Uh, and there was that... Big woman. What was her? Uh, you talking about Bridget, Bridget Nielsen? Oh, my Brigitte? gosh. Was that Now, tell the truth now. Was that for real yeah, or sure was, was that for made for TV? No,
2: it was for real. It was, it was for real and made for TV. It was wow. both. Wow. Yeah, we were really in love, you know what I'm saying, in the whole nine. And, you know, we did three seasons of our show Strange Love. And then when she went back to Italy to go be with her family, the producers, Said, well, what you gonna do for love next, Flav? I said, I don't know. They said, well, do you watch The Bachelor? You know about the show called The Bachelor? I said, I know about it, but I don't watch it, yeah. right? Right, Don? Yeah. They said, good, Flav, we're gonna take you and we're gonna put you in a house with 25 girls. You wanna <laughs> narrow it down to one. So I said, okay, this is gonna be kind of interesting. I did my thing. <laughs> I did my thing. I ain't going to lie, but um, I changed, kind con- you know, the course of reality TV. Right. And check this out. Flavor of Love 1 was, a, was the number one show that year. Right. But Flavor of Love 2 was my biggest year because I brought VH1 its most viewers ever in its history. 7.5 million viewers. VH1 has never, ever seen those numbers again. They tried it with Brett Michaels. They tried it with Ray J. They tried it with New York. And all of that, but the only one that could break that record, Donovan, is,
1: is, is Flav. You, you're a yeah. trendsetter. Hey, I want to thank Flav for coming on. Flav's got his clock in the in the Hall of Fame. It, nobody right. does it better than, than Flav. And you, you put delicious in New York on. That's another story. But, hey, th- <laughs> we want to thank Flavor Flav for joining us here in the five spot. Join us. We got a whole lot more coming up.
4: What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today.
1: And welcome back to your favorite podcast. This is Donovan McNabb joined with Armando Salguero. Yeah,
0: you ruined that. You just destroyed that. That. Salguero. See, Salguero. See, Salguero. Yeah, that's it.
1: See, no, you. you, Every time I said it before, you like, no, that's not. See, you embarrassed me when Anthony Munoz was here. You, it's like he doesn't say it right. you were over here just kissing, but you was kissing. Butt all over I here. know is you're that. you were like, are oh, you the goat? You're the no, greatest of no, all time. Anthony, he says my name ah,
0: wrong. Anthony, <laughs> no, the seriousness of this is, I've had so many pro athletes call me a lot worse things than my name. <laughs> that whatever you call me is good, man, because it's still an upgrade from hey moron. Yeah. Get over here <laughs> about this that you wrote, <laughs> or or you know. That kind of stuff. Oh, so. come on.
1: I wouldn't do that to you. But let's, let's dive right into the game uh, because that's exactly what everybody is here for, trying to see who's going to hold up that trophy at the end, get hit with the confetti, uh, have the families out on the field, yep. and maybe bring a celebrity or two out on the field so the cameras can go crazy. Uh, so we have the Kansas City Chiefs against the San Francisco 49ers. Great storylines leading all the way up to this particular game. But let's dive into the who the wide and your score. So let's go Kansas City San Francisco who wins?
0: I am not I am not picking against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. I just cannot bring myself to say yeah, they don't have enough or they're not enough or the no. No, and the thing that convinced me was earlier this week on Monday of Super Bowl week, they are in pads practicing in pads in Las Vegas and I'm thinking they're gonna open up a can of (laughs) (laughs) whoop-ass they intend to open up a can of of (laughs) whoop-ass they understand that the San Francisco 49ers are a physical team right and they are going to be a physical team and uh, yeah by the way Brock Purdy's a great a great story Kyle Shanahan a great, you know, a great scheme and all that. Right. But whoop-ass.
1: <laughs>
0: whoop-ass.
1: Okay, so you say Kansas City will win because of Patrick whoop ass. Holmes. Whoop-ass. Um, <laughs> I, I look and I choose Kansas City as well. I look ah. at, I, I, and it's not so much being biased with Andy, but it's something to be said of how he's played throughout these playoffs. Now, it's night and day. From the regular season to how they've constructed the offense and how he's protected the football. And he's been efficient in the playoffs. And so with this little break, what what may it do? It may stall it a little bit, but it could also continue on quickly. And the way that they did that was running a lot of screens, getting the ball out of his hands, making sure they pushed the ball downfield when need be. And they did that with Travis Kelsey and then Rasheed Rice caught some great balls, and then Valdez Scanlon caught the one to secure it. But I like the way the offense has been constructed, and I'm with you. He has that number 12 effect, number 12 being Tom Brady. If he is behind center as the opposing quarterback, I have to be able to be better than him. I have to be able to create those explosive plays, and I have to protect the football. Can Brock Purdy do that? what we've seen in the playoffs with San Francisco in their first half hasn't been stellar in Green Bay and also with the Detroit Lions game. So, if he plays like that and then number 15 is on the other side and doing what we've seen, it could really get up.
0: Brock Purdy is probably the closest thing to cool as a cucumber as you can get, True. right? He's a very he's a very equanimous type of uh, attitude and, per- and personality, not St. Brown, just equanimous. Equanimous. He has, he's he's cool as a cucumber. Cucumber. Yes, vegetables. No, not liking <laughs> vegetables. Anyway, the but the Patrick Mahomes effect is real. Yeah. You, as the opposing quarterback, don't produce, and I'm talking about one drive you're not producing you're going back to the sideline going oh boy the other let's, guy's let's got go the defense. ball <laughs> yeah the other guy's got the ball now and, and you start to feel the pressure and if it goes a drive 2 3 right now you're feeling a little bit in the gut right uh and it's not a good situation it's the Patrick Mahomes effect it is real and you know maybe Brock Purdy is the you know the guy that we never expect who is going to answer every single time but if he's not you know the the sweat beads and the start to come <laughs> and the and the push the ball where it shouldn't be and the right. bad decisions happen that's that's not a great uh, that's not a great situation well i'll just leave my score
1: i'm going to say 27-17 what do you think your score is going to
0: be 27-17 <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna agree with you on this. Yeah. I'm gonna agree with you. This is our last show from Radio Row, so we gotta we gotta agree on something here. Hey, listen
1: here. You have been entertained by the best duo wow. on podcast air and streaming. So we wanna thank all of you for watching, all of you being entertained. We wanna thank our guests that have joined us all week. We've had Anthony Munoz, we've had Warren Sapp. we had Marshall Falk. Flavor Flav, we've had a lot more, so tune in on the Five Spot. You will enjoy yourselves as much as we have enjoyed ourselves. So join us back here at the Five Spot for much more.